Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Debbing. I'm Cody Crane. And we're back again for another week of uh, spooky times. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I, spooky times. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah. Do you not want it to be nice? No, I, I didn't say. OK, we're back again for another uh, shitty week of crap. What? I didn't. Even... Is that better? <laughs> Is that more your speed? I feel like you're acting as if I'm being antagonistic. <laughs> But I was enjoying it. I said it was nice. No, I, you were like, that sounds uh, nice. That's, well, I guess. I guess it's good. Wow. I, I mean, you're this really is really down on it. I don't know why you hated it so much. And now you're doing an impression of me. That's yeah. not flattering. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I thought it was nice. I thought we had a lovely show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seemed like you were questioning it. So that's that's the that's the whole crux of this thing so i was searching for the perfect adjective mm-hmm. and i thought nice would be the one right nice is the perfect adjective well i i was looking i was you know i was going through my rolodex mm-hmm. <laughs> nice great that was it yeah you got the, <laughs> the two between that's good i have okay. a very small vocabulary all right all right I'll, I'll listen i'll give you your chance to redeem yourself well by uh, saying the fears uh, well, our okay, newest well, segment. Where um, you know what? I'm going to revoke that chance and uh, we're just we're just going to move on. <laughs> we're not going to talk about it. We're going to have a great time. But on this nice podcast. Well, you don't think the segment's nice. All right, we'll do it. Fine. Well, because we've had our listeners. If uh, you'll quit whining. <laughs> we've had our listeners submit um, different fears. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing if, uh, of course, if uh, you fear these things as well. Mm. Uh, Damien, but this one, I mean, it goes uh, through uh, kind of what we're experiencing now. It's a very hostile uh, submitted fear. Uh, they said um, that they're uh, scared of our terrible movie bracket. And this is also like a year late. Yeah, we did this movie bracket a year ago. Right. Was this Joel who sent it in? How did you know? <laughs> Was it actually? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Um uh, well, I mean, if you're afraid of a movie bracket, you probably got bigger problems, Joel. Well, th- that's the thing. I mean, we do <laughs> we did a thing. We tried to break format, mm-hmm. you know, do mm-hmm. a, a horror movie movie bracket. Yep. And uh, apparently the words in people hated it. They feared it. They well, Joel hated it. Well, it's probably more. <laughs> if one person hates it, you can always assume that it's more. Yeah, you can't please everybody. So I'm not worried about that. But you know what? Yeah. We have someone that nobody hates here. That's right. We got producer. We got editor. We got director. We got podcaster. We got Reese Waters here. Hi. How are you doing? I'm I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me on your awesome show. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, I uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm one of those uh, people who uh, is 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 relatively new to being a voice on podcasting, but I've thrown myself into it over the last few years, and I'm addicted to uh, guesting on other comedy shows. Now is awesome, so I'm really happy to be here and uh, appreciate you giving me a slot. Well, yeah, we're excited to have you. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, you're the host of uh, Canadian Politics is Boring, um, which is a, a great Canadian podcast as well. But of course, you are not Canadian, but coming into it. Um, I'm a fraud. 
Yeah. So, so uh, what this is, is the expose right now? Where do you get off calling us boring? <laughs> well, I, do you know what? I, I think like the I came to Canada with the perception that brand Canada, I mean, brand Canada is amazing around the world. Everyone thinks Canadians are nice and there's mm -hmm. very little problems here. And then I came here and I realized that the boring is actually just a cover for, you know, there's so many issues and like historically and socially, and it's just like everywhere else, mm -hmm. um, this perception. So the whole show is about like, um, I, 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 my naivety being blown out the water about, mm -hmm. <laughs> about like things going on here. And then also like, I, I think we wanted to own the fact that some, if we, oh, we're doing a satirical comedy show about Canadian politics. Everyone's instant thought is that's boring. So we wanted to own that right at the top where people <laughs> will go, oh, yeah, we know that's what you're going to think. So give us a try. And it kind of works, I think, hopefully. <laughs> now, you're not really working for the Queen trying to take back the colony, are you? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to clear that at the beginning. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I, I, I think like the uh, the idea of working for the Queen terrifies me. <laughs> so I kind of you, know, like you have to be branded or something. So. I mean, yeah, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a lot of uh, uh, success as well outside of Canada, being a producer of like uh, the Unexplainers, as well as uh, Rod Gilbert's work experience, where you got a BAFTA. Uh, I know. I'm I'm just as surprised. <laughs> like that's that's insane. Uh, insane success. So when you come to Canada, you do this podcast. You immediately know how uh, Canadian entertainment works. It basically only works politically. Everything else uh, is a garbage <laughs> fire in the entertainment industry. Yeah. So you immediately found where you can get in and make a successful thing. I got four people listening in Canada right now. So that sounds about right. No, I, I kind of. Like I I I I really love the fact that Canadian humor is very close to British humor. Mm. I think that like the, the Canadian comedy has definitely got that kind of um, similar kind of cynicism that you don't necessarily get in like um, American comedy or comedy in other countries as well. So it was a very easy kind of uh, translation for me to kind of come here and go, ah, cool, I, I get this. This is <laughs> this is kind of like the, 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 I like the content and also I feel like I can make it and it will have the the desired effect. Fingers crossed. You know, you can only try, but you know what I mean. It's, oh, yeah. The vibe is similar. So. Uh, but as much as they are like uh, similar in like uh, comedy, how do you find the difference of just the entertainment aspect in general is because I feel like uh, when you're watching like and I mean, we watch a ton of like British entertainment and everything, lots of BBC. Um, I, there's so many shows and like programs. And then when you look at like Canada, and you go on to like the CBC gem app. It's like a lot of just BBC on there and we don't have our shows. Yeah, we, got, we have like four shows. It was the red green show for 15 years. <laughs> I, farce, and then there was nothing else. And then, you know, we had a couple shows. I, I guess it's like a funding thing. Yeah. I suppose there's not like the, the way the BBC is funded. There's a disproportionate mm. amount of money to make original TV shows and films and stuff. So, cause the Canadian model is different with the CBC. So, suppose it doesn't work in that way um but so i i kind of feel like there's a lot of especially like there's a lot of um comedy and entertainment that comes from grassroots starting points like youtube and like just you know side projects and things and smaller films right. which is cool uh it's just a shame there's no more money to fund them fully to like for them to achieve their like 
full potential, I guess. Yeah. But there are some terrible British TV shows as well. There's a lot we don't send you. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever heard of the TV show One Man and His Dog? No. <laughs> you should watch it. Search it on YouTube. So it's essentially uh, farmers rounding up sheep with sheep dogs with sports commentary over the top. <laughs> I mean, it could be all right. Yeah, yeah. You've got an afternoon to kill. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's nice to have something like that relaxing in the background. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever watched the Marble Olympics on YouTube? No. It's this guy. He sets up these different like tracks and competitions, and then he races marbles. And it, <laughs> he does like commentary, like it's like an Olympic event, and they're each competing teams. It's it's actually quite fun. It's so see, boring though, but it same same kind of vein, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the I love the whole genre of uh, hamster courses that people build, and then they yeah, film the hamster going he, through. He does a full like Olympics, like I think he does it every year. So, as you can see, we would watch anything that the British yeah, have yeah, to we'll do. It. We'll watch it. <laughs> and I think as well, like one of the secret weapons I didn't realize coming here was the accent. I think people like. Um, you know, David Attenborough have really made people go, oh, I, I, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> just because of the answer. Even yeah. if I'm just making stuff up, um, it can be quite helpful. Yeah, I already assume you know way more about Canadian <laughs> politics than I ever will. The only thing we sound like we know is what we're going to get at Tim Hortons this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, supreme confidence on that topic. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have an extra large triple triple <laughs> and a chocolate dip dog. It. it was funny my, my kids are like we've only been here three years and my youngest are already becoming canadian and how they talk and everything like that but my my oldest is nine and he's trying to retain i think he's realizing that it could be useful in later life to retain <laughs> a little bit of an accent so. yeah yeah <laughs> he, uh, he's got it figured out <laughs> <laughs> how did you uh get started into uh like doing like podcast producing because i know that you've been working with podcasts for such a long time I, it was weird. It was through radio. So I was doing a lot of TV documentary and comedy. And then we had an opportunity to do some um, radio comedy and, and even some radio documentary as well. My old company, um, we were working with, um, with the BBC. And um, so we did the radio, we started doing radio and then um, the BBC was starting, the BBC were quite early to podcasting, but a lot of their early podcasts were still when you would have to download through iTunes on your laptop, upload right, it yes. to an iPod and then take it with you. Um, and it was very much uh, radio shows where they took the music and the news out and they just put it together and released an MP3. Um, so uh, they were always eager to look at podcasting um, uh, as, as, a, as a, another alternative for, for radio releases. So when we did The Unexplainers, um, it was kind of a hybrid radio project um, back in 2014. Um, and it really opened my eyes. It was the first time I'd ever done a podcast and um, the listenership on the radio was tiny compared to the downloads in the UK and the US. And I was like, why, why wouldn't you just put it on here in the first place? <laughs> you know, so yeah. it was, it was really addictive then because you also realized that the people tuning in, it was really purposeful. They just, they, they listened to the show because they liked it. It wasn't just, they, they weren't listening to it because it was what was on. Mm-hmm. Um, and that direct relationship with the audience was just fun because then you can be really playful with a comedy and yeah. And, and here we are. Today. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what all media is now, basically. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything is so niche that whatever your audience is, they, they're going to find you and they're going to like you. 
Yeah, like that's what I found too. Like just about um, BBC Radio in general. Like I'll I'll be watching just radio clips all the time from it, um, and I would I would never do that with any other radio station. I don't think <laughs> like there. It's just so entertaining. Well, you got like Radio Four, which is like they only they have no music. It's only documentary or spoken interview. It's like it's it's like podcasting. Um, before podcasting was even a thing, it was it was that kind of uh, you know um, uh, it, it was his own kind of uh, creation in that sense. And what, what you found is because that because that radio station was always commissioning that kind of content. There's a whole ecosystem of radio producers who get work and pitch ideas and do it. So when podcasting came along, you already had an industry that was just ready to leap into this new format, which was amazing because, you know, there's not many places where you would have that um, existing because of one radio station that's existed for decades. (laughs) I mean, a lot of that happened in the States though, too, like, uh, like this American life and like a lot of NPR shows and stuff came from radio. I think, I think serial started out on the radio too didn't it or maybe not maybe that one didn't but i know a lot of a lot of like those really big ones came it started out in radio like i mean obviously it's it's such a natural progression for them. exactly it's just changing your like distribution sur- survive or die kind of thing yeah, yeah exactly like, <laughs> i sometimes like when i'm driving around I'll, I'll have the radio on i'm like why am i listening to this and then i'll throw on a podcast because i'm like i don't want to deal with that bullshit anymore <laughs> It's like the news comes on. You're like, no, no, I want to choose my niche reality. Thank you. Yeah, I could listen to the same four songs on six different stations (laughs) and then wait for bad commercials. Or radio contests. I don't know anyone who's ever won a contest on the radio. So Our our roommate has won a couple of them, actually. Oh, wow. So they are real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's got nothing better to do. He drives around for work all day just doing radio contests. this is the most confusing thing about it too because our roommate won like a a pretty nice one i think it was like mystery destination mystery concert kind of thing and they only found out where the destination was when they went to the airport to get the tickets so they went to it ended up being new york yeah and it was a 21 pilots concert but when they got there, they just sold the concert and just stayed in a hotel and left the next day. Nice. Why would you, I just go see the concert. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you go one night in New York, um, it's hard to know you, you know, you may have a bunch of other stuff you've always wanted to do in New York, I suppose. He, and, to, to my understanding, you walked around aimlessly. <laughs> that's, dude, that's what I did. I did a film project and I had 24 hours in New York and I just walked. I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to walk around trying to see as yeah. much as possible in 24 hours and eat, eat New York food. And then I flew back unsatisfied. So. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my experience with New York too. I was there for like an afternoon for something and I just had like two hours and I did nothing because I couldn't go too far either. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Toys R Us in Times Square, I think. I think that's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know where anything was. I'm like, I don't want to get lost. It's true. Go to the stores that are already here. That are there, yeah. <laughs> you have to. It's, it's like the stores I'm used to, but way bigger. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. I would have sold the tickets too. I don't know. I, I think when an evening, you, when you, especially if you don't know the destination, mm-hmm. then you find out last minute, you don't have any plans. Like, wh- what else are you going to do? Make plans. They didn't know. 
that was the thing they you didn't know, people even make can plans. make plans spur of the moment you know this is a thing we have the internet we have ways to find like what can i do in new york near me like it takes th- all of three minutes to figure something out to do you get there at a certain time of night they didn't say you bring there at night do they they did they did get there at night they got there at like six at night they got like two hours before the concert or something i think they were there for a good part of the day because i remember he had a bunch of daytime pictures too Oh, you were looking through his catalog? No, I remember when he came back and he was posting them all over and he was like, I went to New York and then I avoided 21 pilots and then he tagged them and then they started saying like, what'd you sell the tickets for, you jerk? No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just imagining this. Happening. It'd be funny if he had a lifetime ban from all yeah. of their concerts. That's right. <laughs> like, like, we were waiting for you backstage and you never showed. <laughs> <laughs> the radio station called. They said you were coming. You didn't come. <laughs> We waited up really late. (laughs) (laughs) He he is a huge fan of them now. After, yeah, Yeah. after he he ditched the concert, then like a month later, he became a huge fan. Now he listens to them all the time. Oh, wow. Okay. That's so he's going to live without regret for the rest of his life then. I hope so. Some sort of cosmic (laughs) karma. Exactly. (laughs) There's some Elvis fan who won the same contest and never went to see Elvis. (laughs) It's like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but let's switch over here to a uh, spookier note. Uh, Reese, we got a note. Do you believe in ghosts? I used to, but I don't anymore. Mm. What changed? So when I was eight years old, I was camping as a as a as a cub, um, and uh, me and my friends were in the tent and. There was, we were in this camp. It wasn't like the wilderness. It was like a, a managed campsite. There was like a shower block. So it was yep. very mild camping. And um, there was a floodlight there. And against the, and about four of us saw this against the side of the tent, there was a shadow of a horse and cart went past like on, on the thing. And it was really weird. You could almost hear the sounds of a horse and cart. And uh, in the kind of like, in the weird adrenaline rush, I ran outside and there was just nothing there. So I've always questioned that whether it was a hallucination but we all saw, and we all saw something along the lines of the same thing. So then, having done like the unexplainers, we went on ghost hunts. We went to all these different, like, really haunted places where people had been murdered traumatically. And we went to a castle that was haunted by a ghost monkey and all these things. And I've never, all the hours I spent, I've never experienced anything apart from, I'm cold. I want to go home. So <laughs> it's just like a, right. a ghost so- monkey. Yeah, so um, there's a castle in West Wales. Where, um, I'm from South Wales, but in West Wales, there's, Wales is full of castles. It's called Keru, Keru Castle. Um, it's a very impressive looking castle. And uh, there was a merchant who lived there who had a, uh, it wasn't a monkey, it was a, a Barbary ape. And the ape um, was his pet, and I think it attacked him. And this is like the 1700s. He threw the ape um, into the fire um, and then uh, this one version of the story or the other story, version of the story is the ape uh, bit him on the neck and he bled to death. But whatever happens, people have cited this um, uh, Barbary macaque, I think, it, it, in the tower or heard noises of an ape in the tower ever since, as, as a legend would have you believe. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Which is a weird one. And they've had psychics go there and start channeling the, and do monkey noises. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like one of the best long-term pranks you can do is con- I know. <laughs> convince Imagine. people that animals are haunting places. So exactly. Way. Exactly. So like the, um, 
uh, all those experiences having never experienced anything at all in these mm-hmm. places everyone was like this place is definitely haunted there's definitely going to be some weird stuff happening and i've just gone this is just stark and weird and old um but i'm not scared it was so yeah. that kind of put me off it um uh, i mean um have you ever thought about us being your canadian unexplainers yeah, <laughs> you could if you want to. I think ah. we, uh, the the thing the thing with the unexplainers was that um, we the whole point is you unexplain everything, so you never get to any kind of conclusions. You just mm-hmm. you just enjoy the ride. Um, mm-hmm. So it might be like hanging out in a cave that a witch used to live in, or um, you know, uh, going snorkeling in a lake that's got a like a Loch Ness mini version of the Loch Ness monster. So if you're up for those kind of adventures, then. Uh, Totally. I, I'm <laughs> Give it a try. <laughs> I'm I'm like I don't believe in any of that stuff, so it'll just be fun to hang out places, you know. And I'm all in, so I need to make sure that Damien gets possessed so he believes it forever. Right. Listen, he's all about like if you experience it, you'll believe it. But he's of the opposite. So if he doesn't experience this stuff, he still will believe it. But I have experienced it. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as well, like there's, there's always like I know loads of people who are desperate to experience something. They they the like phrase I want to believe, um, yeah. and every, people mm-hmm. you know, but then there's that that thing the thing of um, everyone goes into with like confirmation bias. We are looking for the evidence to prove what you want, but at the same time, you get people who don't believe it who then experience something and they are then converted to being believers. So it's yeah, it's. It's interesting. I always wonder, like, who's who's messing around with the uh, with the simulation to make people see stuff they can't explain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guy who's controlling everything, and he's getting Cheeto dust in his keyboard, and just yeah, like, exactly. Oh, oh god, I gotta fix that up. <laughs> this new update. This new update is so buggy. Like a Roman a Roman centurion just walked through downtown New York. So, like, <laughs> I think that happens sometimes, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Probably, but it's like those weird, weird sightings of like um, that people see of uh, just stuff. You just you know, like the you look at the Jersey Devil and those kind of things. You just go, "What is that?" It's just like if so many people see the same thing that makes no sense. What the hell is going on? (laughs) It's like it's just an angry cat, yeah, yeah. (laughs) with glowing eyes and wings and a horse's (laughs) face. And Uh, have you ever thought about going back to the uh, location of where you uh, had your paranormal experience with this horse and buggy? Yeah, I, and I used to drive past it quite a lot. It wasn't far from where I lived, um, and I uh, it was it was just a it was just a weird. But because I was like eight, it's kind of fuzzy in my head. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was such a vivid experience. I think I, I experienced the emotions more. And it was just sheer confusion. Like, wow, there's a horse and cart. We didn't go, oh my God, there's a ho- a, a ghost of a horse and cart. We were like, oh, there's a horse and cart. That's weird at this hour. Mm-hmm. Going past our tent in the middle of a campsite and then running out and seeing nothing was more just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> more than anything else. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the way to uh, prove this right or wrong is that you have to go back there, live off the land for an entire year. <laughs> and if you never hear a horse and cart or see one, then we'll know. You're going to have to <laughs> find a surplus British army tent like we were staying in uh, yeah. with no zip and <laughs> everything else. <Yeah. laughs> well, the, my thing is, if you're living out there for a year and then you end up like building like a pioneer village, then horse and buggies are just going to show up. I don't think he's going to be building a whole village. Well, I mean, you're there for a year. What else are you going to do? 
Just live. You'll build like a big log cabin and then other settlers will be like, oh, yes, we're here to settle the land. Well, he's still going to have it scheduled. He'll still have to record his podcast and everything. Well, then he'll have have to build infrastructure. He'll have to build a Wi-Fi tower. Is there no no Wi-Fi tower? Not in the 90s. There wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) unless it's an echo from the future where that's my destiny i have to go and build that there to make it exist that's the thing they were just misinterpreting the events there could have been 5g back then we just (laughs) didn't have the means to receive it we just haven't all been vaccinated to get it that's what all you ghost people say don't you it's always been there we just haven't been able to receive it (laughs) i've never said that and you just looked at me like it's a common quote of mine i'm just saying that's you and your kind you know <laughs> are we in a fight that i don't know about <laughs> oh you know <laughs> if you do if you do want to go like serious ghost hunting go to anywhere in europe where there's like castles and they're like this is yeah. where we used to we chopped a million people's heads off and there's all those kind of sites and you do get those places where you get a weird vibe so that's a good place to go definitely i think and you um come from there go to the east coast which is pretty much the uh haunted capital of canada like that side is usually when people have haunted stories coming on here it's just because it's so drafty there is that why (laughs) maybe (laughs) that's why castles are haunted they're just drafty yeah exactly (laughs) before they took kick the windows in it was uh it was there were no ghosts it's just the air coming through um but i guess like like east coast like halifax is like there's so many old historic buildings uh here i guess people probably associate it with the architecture and the the vibe is you know it's such an old town in that sense but you there are ghost tours um and, and all those kind of things going around well, when there's no pandemic. Uh, and like what you, you do hear a lot of weird stories about um, uh, things like the, one of the most interesting stories though from you is, is the, uh, the Shag Harbor UFO incident. I don't know if you know it at all. No, I, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever been to Shag Harbor. So Shag Harbor, there's a, there's actually, I want to go. It's amazing. It's, so it's a little fishing village on the South shore and it's one of the best like UFO sightings because about, 12 people saw a ufo at the same time uh, which doesn't usually happen is usually one person um said i was stood in a field and this happened it was i think there were like four police officers and like eight other people um roughly and a ufo uh i think either came in or went out of the harbor and flew off or vanished like under the water whichever whichever direction it was going um and it became really well known because the police officers were like yeah we saw this big light glowing thing just you know uh and because it was corroborated by so many people in the village it was it's quite well known as, as that but again no idea what that is it might not be aliens maybe the sun fell out the sky who knows but some kid with a roman candle just uh <laughs> <laughs> exactly are, are you going on the ghost tours there because i feel like with the unexplainers that you you just would never care to ever again like you were, you were following along with that, you know, <laughs> I, I should do my own and just start yeah. to recruit for my own. Well. No, I, I haven't done, I've got young kids, so I'm not allowed out at night. So I will one day <laughs> when they, when they go to college. Right. So. Right. <laughs> do you ever get scared of like, because I mean, this is a big fear of mine is uh children seeing ghosts. Um, do you ever get scared of this, that your kids are going to say that they're seeing something? 
And I get more scared that they befriend a ghost and they go like, David told me to do it or whatever, you know, like, it's yeah. like, like <laughs> I've got a new friend that you can't see, but he watches you all the time. That kind of stuff is, that terrifies me more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be living on edge every moment waiting for them to say it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't be scared of that because I'd have no problem just locking my kid up. <laughs> That's fine. You're done. <laughs> Although I imagine kids these days, they don't actually see any ghosts because they just iPad glued, eyes are glued to it. So they, there's no there's no time in their day to, to interact and befriend ghosts. So when they're like, yes, Steve told me to do this. It's just, it was, he's a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, it's a YouTube, 40-year-old YouTuber and from Stephen Arizona. Challenge, the Stephen Challenge. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who have you been talking to on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we got a story to tell. That's we all right. drew positions beforehand. Uh, Reese, do you want to reveal what you drew? Sorry? Do you want to reveal which position you drew? Which position? Which... I can't remember. You did do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the swing. The so swing. no responsibility in the story. You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Damien, what did you draw? <laughs> I got the celebrity. <laughs> celebrity. So I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give Damien four options. You'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, very interesting. Uh, first one's Frank Zappa. Okay. Uh, huge fan. I, that's exclusive for the podcast. No, I don't think you've ever mentioned that on here. Well, you know. You still haven't. I have, but... Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Uh, Ronald Reagan, uh-huh. a huge fan. I don't think you've I'm ever mentioned Ronnie that. Reagan <laughs> fan. That's true. Uh, William Shatner. Okay, these are some big voices. And uh, Raoul Wallenberg. Uh, oh, yeah, huge fan. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, okay, so we got some choices to go with. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on it for a minute and I'll think about it. Think about it. And uh, that means, Cody, you drew the narrator. Yeah. So uh, location, relationship, That's or word. Right. We're going to canagata.com for location, relationship, or word. Which would you like? I think I will go with, let's do word. Network. Network. The, the spooky, spooky network. Network. Um, and Raoul Wallenberg is a Swedish architect. <laughs> businessman diplomat and humanitarian swedish architect what's his name raul wallenberg yeah all right all right all right oh he's a he's a big time uh war hero so don't we feel like shit no i don't care <laughs> war as hell man <laughs> i think i've heard of raul wallenberg yeah, you saved uh, thousands of Jewish people uh, in the Holocaust. In Hungary. In Hungary, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, we got to uh, start paying attention more in history class. I know. Because <laughs> that's the folks at home know I'm still in high school history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Spooky Network. All right. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. 
Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Today. It was the big business extravaganza. Oh, old Paul was going in with his business card and he was about to make some friends, contacts, Maybe some enemies. Hi, the name is Paul. Yeah, listen, uh, I'm here to network. Um, here's my card. Uh, I don't know what you guys have to offer, but I know what I have to offer, and it is a lot. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously, five other business cards come into the circle. Everyone takes each other's. Oh, yeah. This is great. Okay. I can't wait to. Uh, follow up with an email on this one you know it's gonna be really good i'll add you on linkedin don't worry about it okay all right yeah can't wait to see at the shareholders meeting am i right (laughs) okay bye now wait paul was it yeah (laughs) times new roman font it's the default font has your address on here how else will people contact me work from home do you for now that's why i'm here oh. to network so you're giving out this business card and just anyone can show up at your home i feel like you're missing the point of why i'm here well i think you're missing the point of why i listen look at business cards to go to people's houses exactly okay so i'm writing it down here right you know what i'm Four, gonna take that card back one eight wait, 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 wait oh Four, one, eight. Hallsbury Road? Yeah, Hallsbury. That's it. How do you spell that? Uh, H-A-L-L-S-B-E-R-R-I. Long driveway or? Uh, Very long. So I should expect to drive there. Five, six feet at most. 
<laughs> Very long. Guess I didn't even need the business card now, did I? No, you really didn't. Um, so if uh, that's all, I'm going to be going back to the conference now to network again. Uh, you know, have um, have uh, have fun out here. Sure, sure. Uh, I didn't catch your name, actually. No, you didn't. Paul walks away. Oh, Paul? <sighs> yeah? Any security? At, in here? the premises. Where? Here? At your... At uh, my house. Place. Why would I have security? You never know when you might need them. Right. Okay. Well, good luck with that. So the answer was no. Yeah, the answer is no. Okay, I'm just going to write that down. Okay, okay. All right, bye now. <laughs> Bye-bye. Paul walked around, continuing to network with everyone around. Yeah, good thing I gave that guy a fake address. Hey, it's Paul. How you doing? Here to network, here to make some contacts. Listen, I'm down for big business, whatever that business may be. You want to sell things to children? I don't care. Let's endanger some lives, people. Come on, take my card. Take my card. Ah, thanks, Paul. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, I, I, I got a yeah. question for you. I got a question. Um, uh, what exactly is it that you do? What, what do I do? I do business, you know. <laughs> any, any particular sector? Like, what are your verticals? Uh, well, uh, you know, my verticals, I mean, I get up in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, you know, I'm going to make sales go up if you need them to. Or, you know, I can do market research. I could, I could do advertising. You know what? I'm a jack of all trades as far as business goes. You got a business, I'll be there to make it more business. Yeah, I mean, I've been in business at least 150 years, and oh, um, okay. I, you know, I've I've seen the senior kind of person before, and I, I don't hope you don't mm. mind taking unsolicited advice. But um, right. my suggestion is to maybe like have a bit more focus, um, and maybe you know, business is business, but you know, there are different kinds of business. You could sell apples, um, you could sell uh, people. I don't know. There's you know, at oh. least at least try and choose a sector. Right sell apples and people of course or, or combine people and apples that's right i could that is an untapped market nobody is selling people apples no exactly or apple people or apple people oh is a, is, <laughs> there's a very is an untapped market especially I've, I've heard really good things about it out of um out of the east um and, and out of the west all of them right, uh, right. north and south as well right. so should I focus on a direction as well, or should I? Uh, north, south, east, or west? I would yeah. say south, southwest. South, uh, southwest. Apple people. Apple. Um, don't tell anybody else. I mean, this okay. is pretty confidential, and this is a hot business tip. All right, listen. Hey, do you have a card that I can contact you in case I have any questions along the way? No, because uh, I gave up on cards a year ago. I just, uh, uh, I just say to people, find me. If you want to work with me, you just need to find me. big deal now that you don't need a card you've transcended the card yeah exactly if 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 you want to work with me that badly you will hunt me down well you know what this is what old paul's gonna do rip <laughs> rip rip i don't need this business card anymore i'm gonna start selling apple people in the south southwest you see with paul he never went to school all he took before this was a course on uh templating business cards so everything he knows about business was from that conversation that we just heard. It was free online, the course. I mean, how could I not take it? He continues to walk around, having a long evening. 
He finishes up, goes home, gets in his car, drives. <laughs> yeah, I went home and then I got in my car and I had to go for a drive. I left home all over again. <laughs> I'm going to the drive through. I'm hungry. You know, it's a long day of networking and business. <sighs> I can't wait to start tomorrow fresh, bright and early and start developing how to sell Apple people. Dad, do you think I could have a meal? Jesus, Tommy, I didn't know you were in the car. Well, you left me home alone all day and then you came inside for a second. You put down your briefcase and then you just walked out again. So I had to sneak, sneak in the car. Where's your mother? What? Your mother. Probably sleeping. So I didn't leave you home alone. Well, I said probably. Okay. I didn't see her all day, so I don't know. All right. Hello. Welcome to Apple people. What can I take your order, please? Wait, did you just say Apple people? Yeah, this is uh, the famous chain of restaurants, Apple People. We oh, god damn it! We established ourselves roughly an hour ago. Oh, um, yeah, god, Tommy, what do you want, Dad? Are we going to be in ruins? Yes, I, I don't know. Maybe this is my whole business. See, I went and did business tonight, and I found out that the best business was Apple People. But now that they're we're at the Apple People chain already. Would you, you like to see? Would you like a double apple people burger uh, with fries? Is a limited time offer where you get an apple with it as well. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll we'll take two of those. Two yeah. apple people double burgers. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. what would you like to drink? We'd do uh, apple juice, apple cider, uh, uh, water with a, an apple, tiny apple floating in the top, um, and we also do um, orange juice, but it's very unpopular. Right. Right. Do you have coffee? No. Okay, then I'll have a I'll have an apple juice with two cream and two sugar. Okay, I'll take the one with the little apple floating. Uh, we don't sell it to children. Sorry, they've died choking on the tiny apples. Oh, well, just the apple juice then. Okay, and uh, would you like the kids' version? You get a free toy. A free tie? Yeah, a free, a free tie. tie. For business. Yeah. For business, yes, give them a free tie. I want them we, to take over the business when I'm dead. One of our core corporate values is that children should appear more formal. Exactly. Um, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, just uh, come through to window two, please. All right, you know what, Tommy? This this night is looking up. You know, I was really down for a second, but knowing that you're going to follow in your old man's business footsteps, oh, boy, that just brings a tear to my eye. Dad, do you have the money for this, or do you need the borrow from me again? Uh, yeah, uh, actually, if you could uh, spot me, that'd be great. Okay, yeah, I found this fiver on the ground yes, earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah. How you doing? Hi, uh, here's your order. Um, I'm sorry we ran out of tiny ties for children, but luckily oh. uh, last last uh, month's promotion was top hats. So here is oh. a Victorian-era top hat, uh, child size. Even better. Here you go, Billy. You can be an old-timey businessman. Okay, perfect. A right foppish gent you'll be. Uh, thank you, Dan. Yeah. Hey. But beware, the uh, the top hat is, uh, it, it, they're all cursed. Um, we got a 10% oh. discount, so just, just be aware that um, you might be possessed by a t an old-timey gent uh, right. who, who specializes in building steamships and steamship uh, accessories. Right, like that snowman pervert who harassed all those children. Are you talking about Frosty? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, like that. He was a grown man snowman who uh, wanted to hang out with children. If that's not a pervert, I don't know what is. Well, 
I mean, I think there's more uh, elements added when you're dealing with a pervert, but like what? What? How would you know, Tommy? Do you have something you want to talk to me about? No, I've just been doing a lot of reading in school is all. Well, put on your top hat and eat your hamburger, your apple burger. Fine, I'll put on my. Thank you very much, sir. Well, please review us on Yelp. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll be sure to. Don't worry about that. <laughs> let's let's go, Bill. Let's go, Tommy. And so they Don't drive. Don't you dare write a review. But why not? I'm trying to support the business. Yelp. Yelp does not help the business. And all it does is destroy businesses. So you stay off of that. Well, it destroys it if I wrote a negative one. But I mean, if I write a positive one. Were you going to? No. They gave me a haunted top hat after all. You should be grateful. When I was a kid, we didn't get haunted top hats. You know what we got at the drive through? Cool toys. We got. Uh, yeah, actually, we did get cool toys, but they weren't that cool. You open them and then all they did was just like stand there or maybe they had an arm that moved up and down. They sucked. It honestly sounds better than a magic top hat. It's not magic. It's cursed. There's a very big difference between that. What is a curse but magic kids these days? Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe I've been spending too much time on business and not enough time on the business of my child. And so they drive, pulling up into their driveway, going into the house with their meals. Honey, honey, Hi. wake up. Hello. Listen, I just had a heart to heart with Tommy after a long day of business, and I've come to a realization have you been giving Tommy fast food? Yeah. You know Why? he won't sleep when he's full of double apple burgers. God damn it, you're right. And that's the problem. That's why I need to change things. Listen, I've been spending so much time on business and not enough time on the business of my son. And when I realized that my Apple people business wasn't going to work because it was already a business, I have to become a stay-at-home dad businessman. Well... <clears throat> well, um, I do have a, a very illustrious career in the medical field, so I don't know why you insist on setting businesses up when I'm trying to raise our child and uh, and do delicate surgery of on people with a very rare condition you while were... you run around with homemade business cards. You're a surgeon? Um, yeah, well, you, you, you never pay any attention to me, so uh, oh. you wouldn't know. See, honey, this is what I'm talking about. The business of my family is the business I need to focus on. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. It's all so clear now. How did I, I mean, not see this before? Because you would, you would empty inside following a dream that you're never going to realize because you, you were raised to believe that you need to get out there and build something from nothing and, and, and dominate the world with ideas and energy. And it's fine just to chill out. You're right. It's because the business world is cutthroat and everyone else is evil. But down inside, I'm a good person. You're right, honey. You're right. That's exactly what you just said. I know. I'm your wife. Uh, Dad, every time I put the hat... <laughs> Tommy, on... not right now. I'm talking to your mother about my future business of loving my family. Where did Tommy get mutton chops from? What? Yeah, I'm growing a lot of hair and I'm floating in the air right now. Tommy, you're becoming a man. Why is there a steamship in your room? I don't know what's happening to me. Oh, no. He must have been watching a YouTube video about becoming an old timey gentleman. Is this is this the Internet's fault or uh, why? Where did the hat come from? Oh, he just got it in a, in a Apple Appy meal. 
an app reveal. I mean, uh, it kind of looks weird. The hat has got eyes and a mouth. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. It already ate her cat. Mm, well, I mean, one less mouth to feed. And when I'm not doing business, that's going to matter. So it's probably for the you best. You are a terrible family man. I'm trying to you learn. You didn't even Tommy. know Mom's job until a couple minutes ago. She just she moves so fast. You've been together a very long time. I, you two, you two stop arguing. Stop arguing. I think. Sorry, Sorry dear. You hold the top of Tommy's haunted top hat. Okay. I'll hold his ankles. Right. And uh, we need to separate him from the hat. I mean, I'm a surgeon. I don't do a lot of uh, paranormal surgery usually. That's yeah. only on every other Thursday. But um, I do have a little bit of experience in this field. So to separate Tommy from the hat, he might lose his scalp. But okay. at least at least the, the old-timey steamship baron will, will leave his body. But we don't have any extras in the drawer? Any children? Scalps. Um, I might have some in work. I might have some in, in the filing cabinet. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. Uh, please don't pull on my head. I don't really want to lose my scalp. I, I mean, you know, and I. Tommy, we're your parents, and we care about you. And sometimes you just need to shut up and be a child. I honestly don't even know if I could survive that. Yeah, we don't either. That's why we're trying. Well, well Dad, 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 we already lost the cat. You want to lose me too? We could always well, make more kids. That's right. One less mouth to feed, and when I'm not making business, then that's good. Oh, I'll go. Hang on. We, we need to answer the door and uh, leave right. our child to it could be, it stew could be in that, paranormal mystery. It, it could be that package that I ordered. <laughs> Is this Paul's residence? We met at a business meeting earlier. Uh, Paul's a little busy at the moment. Uh, little Tommy's got a paranormal hat stuck to his scalp. Who is it, honey? Uh, it's, it's some some man for you. We said he met you at a, a business convention. Man. Oh, it must be the guy who told me about uh, Apple people. Yeah, yeah. Hey. hey oh. oh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll come, come on in. Uh, he's just through, just through here. Would you, would you like a hot drink or a cold drink or a room temperature drink? All three, please. No problem. I'll mix them together so you'll get an average. Each sip will be a different temperature. That's perfect. Uh, wait a minute. You're not the guy who told me about Apple people. You're that guy I gave the fake address. Well, How did you get my real address? Well, you, I asked if it was 418 Hallsbury, and you just misspelt it. You see, you spelt it with an A, so that really did take me a while to get here. I did intend to be here before you got home. This is 392 Ridgemond Street. Oh, I just had Hallsbury with you, and I found it. What the hell? Well, I mean, I asked you if that was the address because I did see it. Paul looks out the window and sees that the trunk of his car has been busted out of. The man had clearly just been hiding in the trunk. Yes, I drove here. Um, don't stop. Why are you looking out the window? Stop. Were you in my trunk? Listen. Yeah. I can't take any chances, you know, like okay. people what? give me wrong addresses all the time. I've tried to show up at houses before. I'm taking all over town. I can't go through that anymore. Listen, uh, now's not a good time for some weirdo to show up at my house. My kid's got a magic top hat on his head and he's whining about it. I thought you said kids you are didn't... so ungrateful, you know? I thought you said you didn't have security. I don't. Well, your kid is just it's got a top hat that's biting at me. How is that secure? My, I'm dealing with an issue here, sir. So if you don't mind coming back tomorrow and we'll deal with your bullshit later. Unless Here are you your drinks. Help. 
thank you. Well, I have to sit down and finish the drink now. Honey, he's a weirdo, and we're trying to deal with little Tommy and his top hat problem. I, I, I mean, you should never turn a guest away, and you should give them the, the you should roll out a red carpet for them, even if they are a weird psychopath who who hid in, in the boot of your car. Sorry, the trunk of your car. I'm in Canada now. Um, uh, so <laughs> just, just make sure that... You're, you're so right, honey. I, I'm sorry. This is this is why I love you, because you you show me the errors of my ways. Just because he's he wants to kill us doesn't mean he's not a guest in our home. Wait, we never established that he wanted to kill us yet. Do you want to kill I'm us? I'm assuming he does. I mean, I have a lot of wants. Well, I didn't rule it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you start with some of them and then we can kind of figure this out instead of just speaking in vague generalities. Well, how, how I, do you try that? I mean, one of the things that I wanted to do, and this might actually align. Just say it. It might align with what you want is that I can I, I, I came here to scalp. If you had a son, I was going to scalp. Him. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, that I did hear that you wanted um, that, too. No, we don't want that. We already have a top hat who's taking care of that for us. So sorry. Well, no. What do you mean you have a top hat that you need to take the top hat off to, in order yeah, to scalp? The top hat is going to scalp them, so we don't need your help. Well, how do you plan on getting the top hat off? We're going to let the top hat scalp him, and then it'll jump off and eat his hair and scalp. You're going to talk to the top hat, and no, it's going to do pull, whatever you want. We're going to pull it off his little dome and let it chomp, chomp, chomp on his sweet, sweet skull meat. Should we ask the top hat what the top hat wants? Because I, I, mean, I think it is, I mean, you're all impressive, but I think the top hat is easily the most powerful being in this in this room. I mean, Honey, you yes. don't mean that, do you? You know I'm strong. I remember I I helped you carry that big bag of potatoes in the other day. Yeah, but the top hat is um, transdimensional and uh, is is clearly uh, got some kind of historical energy that has lasted centuries. So I mean, I don't know how you. Also, I don't mean to compare you to a top hat, but but that was like the big bag too. We don't get those all the time. You're clearly clearly and the was, weakest in the room. And I was only a little winded after. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, I may, maybe I should have married the top hat. I'm not saying that. You're saying that. You're right. You're forgetting that I was in the trunk when your son paid for your food tonight. Yeah, because he's a responsible young man. And uh, so you're not responsible? I'm a responsible dad who's working as hard as he can. And sometimes things just don't come together the way I need them to. Well, your cat's gone. You don't know your wife. Your One son is, mouth to feed. is about to be scalped. My wife is so busy dead. being successful. Sometimes I can't keep up. What are you worrying about? Anyone's mouth to feed. You haven't done anything. I've been doing business. What? Business. Yeah, you had one business idea, and I did hear about it, but it wasn't even your idea. Someone else did it before you. Yeah, well, Steve Jobs, the iPhone wasn't his idea, was it? Well, I don't know. Well, I never met Steve Jobs. He never made anything. He just he just came in and pointed at people and told them what to do off of their ideas. I sat at home a and lot. And you love him. Well, I don't know. I sat at home a lot and thought about meeting Steve Jobs one day and what I would have done had I met him. Okay. What would you have done? Well, probably the same thing I'm going to do to you. Kiss him? <laughs> if, if your wife's okay with it. Well, I mean, I, I, me and the top hat were just talking while you were talking, and uh, oh. we've decided he's very attached to Tommy in literal and an emotional sense. So we, we, we're going to start something new. So if you and this uh, this uh, this stranger who's tracked you down in a in a very uncomfortable way, if you want to make make a run for it, we're going to start 
start our own little family. We could be a blended family. You and the strange man, uh, me, a, a haunted top hat, and Tommy, uh, who is attached right. to the hat for eternity. Right, right. I mean, I'm totally okay with that. Basically, my idea was to put my brain in your body. Wait, what? But I was just going to give you my brain. Oh. And then I'd be able to operate you. I think that's probably how that works. Okay. I'm no relationship counselor, but wouldn't it be fairer to just swap brains? Or. Well, I don't want. Hear me out. Oh. We each get half of each other's brains. Oh, I, I don't want to deal with any of your brain. Honestly, it's just not working. What? You're purely just man meat to me. Right. And then I don't know if you've noticed this, but I am a very hideous troll of a man. Oh, you are. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sorry. I don't like to judge people based on their appearance. So I didn't it didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. But yeah. Now that you mention it, you're a disgusting little troll. I'm not even human. No, you're not. But I have the mind to do business. Right. And I mean, that's been my whole thing, you know. OK. In life, if you wow. wanted to know about me. I mean, I really didn't, but thank you for sharing. I got big ideas. Businesses in business, appearances shouldn't matter. But uh, I mean, look, you mentioned Steve Jobs. He just looked like a, an angry social worker, but he did really well. Yeah. And he tried to cure his cancer with fruit juice. So exactly. So maybe if you maybe if you exchange brains, you could have the non-business business brain in the non-business body and the business brain in the business body. Right. Um, and then you can be everyone wins. And then maybe as a troll, I can finally be a, a good business dad. Trust me, I've been trying this for hundreds of years. I have never had anyone even touch my hand until I met you. Wow. I guess that shows that I really am a good person, huh? Sure. What? <laughs> All <laughs> right, honey. Swap our brains. Okay. Luckily, you married a surgeon for this event. Uh, let exactly. me go and get. Let me go and get some kitchenware. Um, and I'm just going to bleach it to make sure it's hygienic. And uh, uh, I'm the first incision. A lot of people don't realize that if you uh -huh. are going to exchange brains, you have to start with the feet. Right. Um, it seems counterproductive, but they are attached. The the brain runs from the top of the head all the way down to the heel, um, which is a oh. very little known fact. Um, so uh, I'm going to put you under, and when you wake up, uh, you will be in each other's bodies. What are you going to put us under? Uh, a blanket. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. But I'll suffocate you till you pass out. Okay, oh, here we okay, go. Thank you. There we go. When I wake up, you've been asleep for over 12 days, and the surgery oh. was a complete success. Wow. I don't really feel much different. Well, uh, no, uh, you're not going to feel very much different uh, until you stand up. Oh, okay. As you can feel, my ankles were incredibly weak, and my bones were basically glass. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, this isn't nice. With every step, it's excruciating pain. Right, 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 right. I was essentially, with my brilliant mind and bolts of glass, I was essentially just right, Samuel right. Jackson's character and Unbreakable. Right, 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 right. Hey, honey, could you undo the surgery now? No, what? no. I've got to go. Me and, me and, uh, uh, the top hat dad, stepdad, uh, are going to take Tommy to the, the fun fair. Uh, and then we're going to go to Apple people for a, a nice meal afterwards. What? Can, so, can, uh, can I come too? No, have a nice life. Oh. Okay. Um, 
Well, Mr. Troll, uh, can I come with you then? Oh, I'm not a troll anymore, as you can see. Well, on the inside, you are. You are nothing to me. On the inside, you are a troll, and you're proving that by your cold heartlessness. Well, I mean, this is that's all fine and good, but you may be able to change your outside, but you'll always be a troll. I'm in the position of power here, and you're not being very nice. No, you're. I'm not being nice. You tricked me and stole my body, and now you're being an asshole because you're a troll inside. And I just want you to know for the rest of your life, no matter how good you look, because boy, was I a hunk, you'll always be a stinky troll inside. I'm going to break every bone in your body. Do it. It's your body. You're breaking your own bones. <laughs> I'm never going back in that body. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's your body. You'll break every bone of your own body. Then you look like a fool, you stinky troll. I, I'm glad. See, this is why he didn't deserve the body. He hey, don't switch it brain. on me. You're the piece of shit who followed people to their houses to try and steal their bodies. Yes, and it was a brilliant move that worked. That's not a brilliant move. It's a troll move. He, he punches Paul. <laughs> That's right. Break, breaking your bones, breaking your bones. Get out of here. Throws the completely broken bone body out to the curb. Yeah, that's right. Run away. Run away, you troll. I'm going back into the house that I now own. You don't own it. You're a troll. <laughs> I still have the deed in my. Oh, shit. I don't have it in this pocket. Yeah, you had it in the front drawer, loser. Oh, goddamn. Oh, well. And there he stood on the curb, broken bones, can't move, watching his wife go hand in hand with a top hat onto the park. Spooked. That was a scary story. It was a, it was a horrible ending. It was like a Twilight Zone ending. Yeah, and then the troll tried to make the guy feel bad, even though he's always a troll inside. <laughs> You're really hot at this character. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that he got indignant about it is so lame. Like, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean... I, I like how the cell was. He's not a troll on the inside. He just looks like one. But it turns out he was. What a twist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't change who you are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Never change. That's what they're always saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no point in trying. The world you can't. is stuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if uh, anyone listening is going to therapy, stop. Not going to help. That's what that's what that's saying. <laughs> no, don't give this message. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe maybe try. Okay. <laughs> don't don't use any of our stories as life lessons. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know what the moral of that story was. Don't I mean don't allow I, your ex-wife to transport your brain in the body of a troll. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I'm gonna say if 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 things turn out good, yes, use our our stories as life lessons. If they don't, then don't. I mean, the, I think the life lesson there was he took his complete family for granted, took mm -hmm. himself for granted, and then lost everything. I think the guy was just yeah. an idiot and he didn't know. <laughs> didn't know any better. Yeah. So the real lesson is uh stay in school, kids. <laughs> And don't use business cards. That's true. They're evil. Yeah. Paperless. Just say, save yeah, the just say, say, find me on LinkedIn. Just yeah, say get, that. Get a QR code tattooed on your yeah, forearm. Exactly. <laughs> Scan your friends. That's yeah, what that's you need. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Reese, thank you so much for coming on. Where can everyone follow you? 
Um, if you go to at Canadian Politics is Boring on Instagram or Canadian Politics is Boring.com, mm-hmm. uh, you can find uh, the show. And also, uh, I have a podcast company called Podstarter.io. So if you want to go there, um, we make podcasts for uh, companies. So, yeah, nice. all those places. I do have other accounts, but they're private because my kids are on there and everything. So I'm not I'm not going to share those. No, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, if you ever change your mind, though, just let us know. We'll bring you back on. We'll get it out there. Edit it in seamlessly later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be tweeting all of that out at Spook Podcast, minus the uh, private photos of Reese. And <laughs> go to the sonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on Reese with direct links to his social media. Is and where to follow him. Spooked. Spooked. Thank you for having me. This has been awesome. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 